And welcome, everyone. This is Unleash the Kregel podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Kregel, and I just want to take a moment here to say thank you for spending some time with me today. Wherever you are, if you're driving, be sure to keep your eyes on the road. But thank you so much for listening. If you're exercising, if you're just relaxing, hopefully this can be a 20 or so minute chance for you to maybe learn some stuff and for us just to sit down as if we were together in chairs drinking lemonade or sweet tea or whatever you might have. I'm likely to have that. That's kind of my go-to and it's delicious and doesn't bind up my vocal cords, which for talking is, is important. I wanted to say thank you to Carissa Staff. If you didn't get a chance to, please go back after you listen to this episode and check out episode six and seven, where I interviewed CrossFit coach, semifinal athlete, an all-around great person and fictional writer, as you'll learn, Carissa Stapp. And so, again, thank you to Carissa for being uh, my first interview on the podcast. If you haven't also checked out the first five episodes where I introduce the podcast and also have some topics like today, where I talk about various things like overcoming grief or, or grieving and how to how to go about that, excusitis and how to combat that and so forth. So please go back and check those out. Share them with your friends. Like them. They're applicable regardless of when you listen to them. And so they're not something that you have to listen to at that very moment, but they may be something you could return back to in a year, six months, a year, five years. And that's the goal of today's episode also is to make it timely, but also something that will be well worth listening to and repeating listening to over the years. So today we're going to talk about rethinking success. Now, there's a lot of episodes, a lot of things, uh, podcasts and videos on becoming successful, how to be successful. There's others on, you know, not failing and so forth. Today, I want to talk about rethinking success. And this is true whether it's athletics, whether it's your work environment or work, it's going after a goal or whatever it is in your life and each of our lives that we're pursuing. So I always like to start with a quote, and so this one's from St. Francis de Sales, and he said, have patience with all things, but chiefly have patience with yourself. Do not lose courage in considering your own imperfections, but instantly set about remedying them. Every day begins the task anew. In other words, every day is a new day with a new canvas and a new slate to try again. One of the chief conflicts today and even in yesteryear is how we think about success. How do we define it? How do you define it? If I were to ask you to say in 30 words or less or write in 10 words or less your definition of success, is it winning alone and just the idea of just winning and winning is success? Is it losing but learning from each experience? Is successful a fleeting thing, something that just is always out of reach? 
all of these are legitimate questions that we need to evaluate through the fires of our life and our experiences and see how basically the chaff is burned away and the reality of what that is, success, would remain. Now let's be realistic and understand that most people don't go into a race, few of us go into a race or an event without the idea of wanting to win or at least placing well, or at minimum, not embarrassing ourselves. The question is whether that alone, that idea, that focus, is success. Or do you think, as I believe, that we've been given and fed a false premise, an expectation about success? First, in order to do your best, you need to expect to win. If you don't expect to win, then you likely won't be pushed hard enough to do your very best. You need to be challenged. You want to be challenged. We all do. Where you don't win easily, but you also don't want to compete in situations where your confidence is crushed by competing way out of your league. So often we are, we're told and we've told people, do your best. But there is certainly evidence where you'll exceed your previous best when you're challenged by those you're competing against. In these situations, you may not win, but you will in fact beat your previous best. And isn't that what success really is? So I was doing a lot of reading. I read quite a bit. And I happened to come across the story of where a world record was shattered seven times in a single Olympic event. In 1968, the Olympics were held in Mexico City. And during that time, many records were shattered. One of the most amazing events was in the men's triple jump, where the previous world record and current world record at that time was 55 feet, 10 and a half inches, and it was set in 1960. But here, just eight years later, two Olympics later, an amazing story and situation played out. Eventual bronze medal winner Giuseppe Gentile of Italy set the world record-breaking tone during qualifying with a leap measuring 56 feet one and a quarter inches, which, as you can tell, broke the record by a few inches, which, again, in long jumping, triple jumping, inches can seem to be a mile in some cases. But then, that wasn't good enough. In the first round of the final, he jumped 56 feet 6 inches. Victor Seniev of the Soviet Union at that time, or USSR, jumped past Gentile at 56 feet 6.5 inches on the third round. Then, Brazil's Nelson Prudenio leaped 56 feet 8 inches in the fifth round to take the lead. But he ended up settling for silver when Sanyev's final jump measured 57 feet, three-quarters inch. American Arthur Walker also broke the old record, if you will, at jumping 56 feet, two inches. And Nikolai Dudkin jumped 56 feet, one inch. And he was of the Soviet Union also. And they bested the former world record, but they placed fifth in fourth or fourth and fifth respectively. 
So think about that for a second. In one event, the world record was broke seven times. The previous men's triple jump record, again, was 55 feet, 10 and a half inches, yet seven men leaped past that mark. The top six jumpers in the final ended up jumping past the world record. So one after the other, records were broken and broken again and broken again and broken again. So what can we, what can we learn from this? Is the person who is the winner or the successful person the person who won the gold medal? In one in one sense, we have to say yes. They're, they they were the most successful because they won the gold. The reality is that every one of those men who jumped past the record and bested the world record that was previously held had success. Not only did they break the you know, world record at the time, but they bested their personal best. While they didn't win the gold medal or silver medal in some cases, or even bronze, it was still a successful meet. And I think it's really important to think about that because otherwise we just would celebrate the winners and those who did well and bested their personal best are, would be just left to feel like they failed. And that's not the case. Now, some would say that the altitude of Mexico City contributed to the records, but each of these men came into the meet with the idea that they were going to do, not do well, but they were focused on trying to win a, a gold medal. Now, some might have prepared better than others, some might have had better physical traits and so forth, but the focus of winning did need to be there. The fact that they were intent on winning created a friction of sorts that caused each of them to push themselves to do their best. The result was that they had personal bests and world records broken, jump after jump, including the final jump of the event. Would each of these men have exceeded their personal best if they went in with the mindset of, I'll just do my best? I'd argue that they wouldn't, since they wouldn't have gone to the level where they previously had been, but probably not past it. When they were forced by one athlete after the other to exceed each other, they were pushed beyond just, quote, their best. I argue and would say that every single one of these men who beat their personal bests had a successful meet whether they won a medal or not. And this is where I think a lot of the view I've seen, even myself and in others, where people's mindset is skewed. We only focus on winning, and if we don't win, it, we were a failure. And that's simply not true. So let's, let's redefine success for reality. Now, I'm not a sports psychologist. I am an athlete and a common sense thinker, and I believe that we need to redefine success to giving forth the very best you can at the moment, whether in practice or in competition. Now, nowhere in that definition is the idea of results being a characteristic of success. Nowhere is it 
do you have to win nor is there that you have to break a record simply giving forth the very best you can at the moment whether in practice or in competition that's a far cry different than saying i'll do my best i'll do my best is one thing i'll give my best i will perform at my best is a different mindset and different focus the mass the vast majority of us would do much better to take the results oriented approach out of the equation so instead of being focused on results we're focused on exceeding our best performing at our best preparing at our best and then if we have a competition whether on the playing field or in the office and we exceed our previous best whatever that might be then we can count it as a success we can certainly use it as a learning experience to get better again and again but the main focus is that we allow ourselves the grace to see not winning a medal or first place or second place or even third place or even a placement at all as a focal point of success rather performing at our best and letting the results take care of themselves but celebrating the fact that we did perform at our best and then learning for those moments or times that maybe we didn't during the competition and we learn from them to get better and perform at our best the next time so I want to leave you with a little action plan here to maybe help you rethink some success for yourself number one I'd like you to change your definition of success for you your family and even those who work for you or work with you from results focused to fully putting your best effort forth and so by putting our full effort in putting all that we have all of our focus all of our energy all of our capabilities into whatever we're performing or, or doing if we do that then the results are going to take care of themselves and we then are successful both in the action that results or the, the results that occur or the lessons learned to do it better the next time second when you compete you need to do it with the intention of winning but not make winning your primary focus let me repeat that when you compete or you're encouraging your family to compete do it with the intention of winning but not making winning the primary focus the focus needs to be on performing at your best performing at the optimal level because that's what you have control over that's what you have the ability to manage you don't have the ability to manage or control an outcome an outcome is simply a result of the actions taken during the competition
And third, you can lose despite winning or win despite losing, depending on how close to your best effort you put forth. Again, there are records, and, and I understand that there are records and great teams can for, perform not at their best or great athletes or, or so forth can perform maybe not at optimal or even close to optimal, and they still are able to win. But that can't be the focal point for us in daily life because the one thing that we can control is our effort. And great effort put forth and, and lessons learned from situations where you didn't win or you didn't perform as well as you could or should to be successful the next time, building on that over and over and that focal point of just continually doing your best, continually performing your best, having the intention of winning, but focusing on just doing your actions, doing the things that you know you need to do. If you're exercising, if you're a CrossFitter, performing movements well, performing them beyond just the standard, but at, at a, a excellent level of movement, performing uh, movements that maybe aren't your strength, but the next time you you'll take the time to learn better how to do them so that you can perform them at an optimal level. Continuing to stay focused on a workout, even when you had a setback, keeping that focus so that you perform and continue to perform well will bode well in the long run. So by redefining our success and your definition of success to be where you truly give all you have at that moment, all of your focus, all of your energy, all of your ability, then regardless of how you place, that is, the result, you will be free to pursue and break your own personal best, your own records. And if accolades and, and medals come with that, that's great. That's kind of a secondary trimming. But the main part is continually attacking and doing your best and having the joy of success from doing that will help you to have a much freer, happier, and frankly, successful life than if you are just completely focused on and wrecked by your results or lack thereof. I really believe this, that in my own life, when I became results-oriented, it caused me to, to choke, to tighten up in the, on the golf course, in basketball games, in football games, in just in business and in life. I became so focused and so stressed out about the result that I couldn't let my body or my mind or my spirit, frankly, operate the way I had trained it up to that point. And so by rethinking success, we actually free ourselves to move, to do, to be as we were created to be. And that, I believe, is the perfect definition of success for all of us. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this helps. If it does, drop me a comment on Instagram at Unleash the Craigle. 
We're also on YouTube at Unleash the Craigle. You can email me at unleashthecraigle at gmail.com. All of the links for this are down in the show notes below. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe. Let me know what you would like to hear about. I have a wide range of topics that I'm excited to talk about and also a wide range of people that I'll be interviewing coming up. Again, redefine your success. Do the very best you can, learn from it, and continue to grow in being the successful you that you can be. Take care, everybody. I hope you have a great week. I look forward to being with you again soon. Be kind to people. Be kind to yourself. And hey, you know what? Do a little something nice for someone in your family, your spouse, your kids. Surprise them with joy. Take care all, and I will talk to you soon. This is Jonathan Kregel for the Unleash the Kregel podcast.